mental health issue. And it's something that I think a lot of us feel really alone in because we don't talk about it. And for a lot of, a long time, I felt really alone in my anxiety. I felt really isolated because my mind was so loud. And I didn't want to express that to everybody. There's definitely, if you don't have safe people in your life, it's really hard to express that without being seen as a weakness, right? As having that anxiety as a weakness. Hey everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure, and the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening and as always, sending you life. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Healing Podcast. I did not come out with an episode last week. It totally got away from me. The last, I know I talked about it the last episode, but the last few weeks have been really high anxiety, just a lot going on. I've been emotional, or not emotionally, I've been energetically exhausted. Emotions have been like kind of up and down, but not as intense as they usually are. So... I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot last week. So I thank you all for your patience, for your understanding. Anybody who listens to this all the time, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I did not forget about anybody. Um, it just, I was overwhelmed last week, but here I am. Uh, it's Tuesday now and I've just had to learn how to reorganize my weeks to fit in um, with the things that I've got in my schedule now. So working with that energy and today specifically, I've just felt really motivated. I woke, I woke up and I felt really motivated to get things done. So I've spent my day content creation, um, brainstorming, planning. Um, so hopefully going, moving forward, I have a plan of action that um, I know what to do and how to get things done. So the energy right now, as it is Today, as this podcast release, which is Thursday, November 12th, 2020, is the energy of an emotional manifester. So we know manifestors are go, go, go. They just, not energetically, but they don't like to be controlled. They like to do things. They need to inform others, which they feel resistance to. So right now we're just kind of in this do mode, this go mode, not necessarily, um, Yeah, not necessarily asking for permission, not liking to be told what to do, just kind of going with an idea and running with it. So that's like the energy that's happening right now, single definition. The sun is in gate 43, which I know really well. And the earth is in gate 23, which is my exact same placement as I have it in my chart. So this is um, the channel of like the genius freak. Basically, you take the 43, which has this inner knowing, this knowledge, this inner knowing, and it translates it to the throat, which that 23 is all about taking complex ideas and pretty much making them simple. So the shadow side of that can be overcomplicating things, right? We think we know simplicity less is more, right? And it really is true, especially when it comes to ideas with concepts, with communicating things. We we tend to overcomplicate our communication. We tend to make excuses or make um, just kind of try and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
cushion the blow, I guess, when we're trying to communicate things, but really concise, clear uh, communication is best. And that's kind of what that 4323 is. And if you are not, if you have that placement, I specifically have that placement. So I feel this so much, but it's really about not over fluffing things, right. And just being clear and concise. And I know personally, when I try and use too many words. I know I'm trying to maybe people please or just not wanting to get a rejection because that 43 in the Ajna, that fear of rejection is the shadow side of that, which is in the sun, sun energy right now. So we may feel that a lot, that fear of rejection, that anxiety of rejection, of wanting to be accepted, of wanting to be seen for your ideas. So that's the energy that's going on right now, which is actually a perfect transition for this episode because I specifically want to talk about anxiety today because anxiety is huge. So many of us deal with anxiety. Anxiety is a mental illness. It is a mental health issue. And it's something that I think a lot of us feel really alone in because we don't talk about it. I know for a lot of a long time, I felt really alone in my anxiety. I felt really isolated because my mind was so loud and I didn't want to express that to everybody. There's definitely, if you don't have safe people in your life, it's really hard to express that without being seen as a weakness, right? As having that anxiety as a weakness. But as we know from gut health, right, our food, our diet, our environment, all of these things really contribute to our anxiety. So if you have a high, highly processed diet, if you're not moving your body, if you're not moving that energy around, because we know energy, it, emotion is energy in motion. If your lifestyle is very busy and you don't take time to ground in and to have a routine and to meditate, journal, all these things you're going to have a lot of stress and anxiety. Uh, and especially around the holidays, there was a statistic that I read and it said 24 people who deal with mental anxiety uh, or mental illness find that it increases around the, the holidays. It amplifies around the holidays, which makes sense for a lot of reasons because we don't have our specific, we may feel like our routine isn't in place. We eat more, we drink more. And especially if you're an introvert or if you have a lot of open centers as it relates to human design, we're just around a lot of energy, a lot of different people's auras. And especially this year with COVID, we either aren't going to be around our families or we'll may, might have anxiety being around a large group of people. And you know, especially if you're traveling, not knowing if you're going to catch something or not being able to go on your trip, um, you know, having to take the test before you travel, especially travel internationally. A lot of places aren't the last that I re- heard because I don't watch the news all the time. Some countries weren't allowing us in. So there's a lot going on right now as it relates to anxiety and especially, like I said, especially around the holiday. And so even if you are going to like a family event a family party, a family gathering is the right word that I'm looking for. Like I said, not being in your comfort zone, not knowing like when the appropriate time is to leave, dealing with upsetting a family member or a family member upsetting you. Maybe you have tension with certain family members, kids. A lot of us are uncertain about the future. A lot of us don't have jobs right now. So like not knowing if we can provide for our kids, what we can give to them. This is a lot going on right now. But astrologically, the universe, a lot of it has calmed down from the last couple months, which I know it probably explained a lot of where my anxiety was coming from. Mars in retrograde, but still metro, it is still in retrograde, but the election going on, 
Then you had mercury and retrograde, which always affects communication, which just made things a little bit more complicated. So kind of that stuff has kind of calmed down a little bit. We've pushed through that a little bit. Um, I know tension and anxiety is still high for some of us for differing reasons, but you know, we can only control what we can control and anxiety can be managed. We can help ourselves with certain tools, certain things that we can do at home, things that we can put into our toolbox that we can take out at times when we know anxiety is going to be high. So food can be a source of anxiety. Like I just, sorry, like I just talked about, you know, especially not just the actual food that you're eating, right? But we have a lot of anxiety around, we have a lot of food addictions. And so knowing that we're going to the holiday season, maybe you've gained control, maybe you've started a new diet, maybe you've lost some weight. And so now you have this anxiety of, okay, well, we're going into the holiday season where we tend to eat a lot more sugar. We tend to eat a lot more processed foods. We tend to go out a lot more, right? We're going to gather around family. We drink a lot more. And all of these things can affect our gut health, our gut, which affects our mood. And so a lot of us tense going into the season, knowing that those things are going to happen. And one of the biggest things there is like, do not shame yourself. Try not to shame yourself. Yeah. So try not to shame yourself during this because we can always, like I said, we can control what we can control. And there are certain things that we can control and there are certain things that we can't control. And food is one of the things that we can control. Even if you give into a craving, right? Even if you don't eat perfectly one day, you know that you can control it the next day. You know, you can change something the next day. Easier said than done. I'm fully aware because sugar is highly addictive. Processed food breaks down as sugar into our systems. Alcohol is sugar. So we do have a lot of sugar and that is a lot to combat, I guess. But when we practice mindful eating is one tip that we can practice, you know, making sure that you are chewing your food fully before you swallow it. So your body can do what it needs to do. Your body can digest the way that it's meant to digest and you're not like inhaling foods. So take slowing down, chewing your food, taking your time, not being distracted while we're eating, which of course, during the actual holidays when we're around a large group of people, we are distracted, right? We're talking to people we haven't talked to in a while. We have friends, family, loved ones all in the house. We want to catch up and talk. And so kind of like part of that is this mindless eating for some of us. And that's okay. Allow yourself, give yourself the grace to move through that and to just accept that that's going to be a part of this. Prepare for it, mentally have the awareness of it, and just try and set yourself up for the best choices that you can make when it comes to food. So cooking at home a little bit more. Preparing that if when you prep at home, when you cook at home, you know you can control the ingredients that are going into it. So if you're going to somebody's house, maybe if you are home cooking a few different things that you know you can eat, um, it's kind of just the same as going to a restaurant, right? Like pre-plan your meal, look at the menu, choose what you're going to eat, so you don't have to look at the menu when you get there. A little bit different, obviously, because food is all laid out, and so you're going to see it all. But if you come with the, like your core, you know, your core. Uh, food groups and you prepare it at home and you prepare it with the best ingredients you can as close to whole foods as you can um, while still being delicious because that's part of it, right? We don't need bland food on the holidays. And I will be posting on my Instagram, I'm going to be having some recipes that are delicious tasting, good for you. Um, so if you do want ideas, you can go over to Instagram or the Facebook, the Happily Vegan Soul Healing Facebook page uh, that's linked in the show notes below um, that will also have some recipes that you can cook at home. Another one is fitness. So having some sort of movement in your daily schedule, or if you 
if you do work out consistently, don't let that slide during the holiday. So maintaining a habit and a routine with fitness and movement, and you don't have to go to the gym and run 10 miles a day or like spend an hour weightlifting, whatever feels good for you, whatever is in your routine. So maybe it's just yoga, maybe it's walking in the morning, maybe it is running, you know, whatever feels good for you, having this set up in your routine um, will help you get through the holidays because we know, like I said, emotions are energy emotions. So being able to move your body and move around that, that, that energy really, really is super helpful. Journaling. This is part of my daily routine. Um, but journaling is so helpful in understanding your feelings. You can even keep a food journal if you like, and just write about like certain foods or certain meals and how those made you feel. So this is not only helpful in tracking what you eat, if this is something that you do normally, um, but it also will help you deconstruct cravings. So you can break through those emotional ties that you may have with certain foods, right? Because epigenetics talks about in our genes, every memory we have, all of that information gets stored in our genes. So maybe grandma's apple pie, right? The emotion that you feel with that taste and, and everything is stored. The experience is all stored in our genes. So when we're certain things like the holiday seasons, I know it always activates a certain feeling for me, whether this is good or bad for some of us, for some of us, it's good for some of us, it's bad. I know for me personally, being a single mom, um, going out and eating around the holidays, can be difficult for me, right? To see families, like happy families out. Not to say that my family isn't happy because my kids are super happy. I am happy. We're happy as a unit. I have my parents close by. I'm fortunate. I'm grateful for that. But it it reminds me sometimes of the absence of a significant other. And so I know, I prepare, I know that that's difficult for me and that's something that I can journal on. That's something I can reflect on. That's something that you know, maybe there was a certain meal in the past um, that gets triggered and makes me think those certain ways. And I know sometimes when we go out to eat, those kind of things trigger. So just having this awareness of where that anxiety and where those feelings are going to come from is really important. Meditation. I have meditation in my daily routine. I've talked about it. Meditation does not have to be, you know, sitting cross-legged for 45 minutes um, in complete silence. It can look different for all of us. It can be just five minutes of breath work. I was doing pranic healing meditations, and I'm also aware because I'm a manifesting generator, I can go in and out of things. My routine shifts and in, in, in I knew that there was going to be a point probably with meditation, specifically meditation that is as intense as that that I might not, that it might not feel as good as it once did. Don't get me wrong. I still love pranic healing meditations, but because I've been so energetically low lately, I'm at least trying to get 10 minutes of meditation in a day. And that doesn't include that because that is longer than 10 minutes. So I do that a couple times a week, but I'm trying to just do at least like a 10 minute meditation. So I know that I'm getting that into my day. Meditation really is just anything that gives you, brings you into the present moment. It can be dancing, it can be cooking, it can be running, it can be, I've heard someone say, riding a horse, you know? So anything, set the intention before you do the activity, which allows you, the part of meditation is really to bring you back and remember who you are, right? So I journal every single morning, but I also do this during meditation, just starting out that I am the soul affirmation. I am the soul. So we know we are the soul. I'll, this is the affirmation. I am the soul. I'm a spiritual being of divine intelligence, divine love, divine power. I am one with the higher self. I am that I am. So be it. Because we know our higher self, our soul is not the body, is not the mind and is not the motions, right? Our higher, our higher soul, our soul can control those things. And this is where meditation really helps us regulate our emotions because it takes us into this 
objective perspective that we know our soul is, is our emotions, our mind and our body are not the I, right? It does not define us. When we say I, this is why it's really careful to watch your words. And I'm, I struggle with this sometimes and I'm really working on it, especially when I journal like affirmations or when I'm doing like future self journaling, I really try not to say like, I am not right. Like we don't want to put the negative in there, but it's really when we say I am tired, well, who's the I, right? The I is the higher self. So no, the higher self isn't tired. My body is tired, right? My energy is low. We don't say I am sad. No, I'm my body or my emotions are low. My emotions, I'm feeling emotionally sad, right? I am overthinking. No, my mind is overthinking. So it's really important to clarify and not stick these things on the I because that they do not define us, right? They do not define the I, they do not define the higher self. So this is just really helpful in reframing that. So when I get stuck in those negative patterns and that's where meditation really helps helps us become aware of and see our mind, our, our mental patterns, our thought patterns so that we can rewire them. We can rewrite those stories. So when I feel that like I am tired or I'm just like defeated, no, my mind is tired. My body is tired. My emotions are tired. My mind is feeling defeated. So we can kind of just like reframe it and take it out of the eye so that it doesn't define us. It does, we don't become that. We can look at it, understand that it's something that the body is feeling, the emotions are feeling, the mind is going through, but it is not I. And we can control, you know, the I can control all of that. And that's why awareness is so important. It is key. Um, having awareness of your anxiety can be the thing that relieves it a little bit too. I used to deny it so much. Like I would never have said I'm an anxious person. Like I just suppressed it. I pretend like it wasn't there because I just felt like it was a weakness. But now I can just be like, you know what? I have been super anxious for the last three weeks. You know, it, there, it's been an energetic low and you know, my mind has been feeling anxious. My body's been feeling anxious. Reframing it as I just talked about, right? But anxiety is real. It is something that we should not feel ashamed for. It's something that happens. It is something that if you have a therapist, seek professional help. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Anywhere that you can get help, if you have a safe friend that you can talk to, you know, make sure that they're safe because that's super important. But if you have a safe friend that you can talk to, go there and, uh, and let that out. And then, you know, like I've talked about it in here, but human design, I think human design is really helpful because it allows you to see yourself, right? It allows you to see who you are, who you're meant to be, who your soul is so that you can go back to that and understand, you know, when you're living in the shadow aspects of certain gates or centers or anything, just know that, Hey, I'm living out of this space right now. That's not who I am and pull yourself back. Um, and just having awareness again, it all comes back to awareness. Once you, it's kind of like, you know, like you, you're, if you have a cut, it needs air to heal. It's the same thing as like our emotions, our mental thoughts. Sometimes they need, that's where journaling is helpful, right? Getting it out of your mind and onto the paper is kind of like that air that's going to heal it. So these are just some tips, some things that I have found that really help with my anxiety. And you can try as many as you like, or as many as you like, whatever, honestly, whatever feels good for you. Like I've said before, like take what works, leave what doesn't. Not all this is going to work for everybody. You have to find what works for you. But I think like really important is just having some sort of routine that you can take into the holidays. And of course, awareness. Awareness is always going to help. And that's huge. So I have an announcement coming on the 16th, November 16th, which is in like less than a week. So if you do find
be getting that. If not, the link is in the show notes below. Um, so you can also get it there. Uh, that's, I'm really excited for that. And so just keep an eye, ear out for that, keep an eye out for that. That will be coming. So thank you again. Thank you all so much for your patience, for your understanding. I love you all so much. And I love coming on here and talking to you every week. Um, I know the last month has kind of been scattered. Just, again, that emotional overwhelm, energetically low, but I'm feeling into myself and like I said today I just woke up and I was motivated and I'm getting myself organized and plan of action so I'm just feeling more better um, moving forward so thank you and I will speak to you again this time next week